G'day everyone, it's the Joel Father here. Some people will know that reference, others won't. Thanks, Vass. <laughs> so we talk about gel ball, we talk about speed ball, we talk about speedy boys and HPA, we talk about real steel occasionally, and we also talk about Discord today. Yeah. I've got a guest. Hello, guest. Hi. I'm uh, hey. Retro. I'm also known more commonly as Vague Strategist. Um, yeah, YouTuber, celebrity, um, just a player. Um, I hear you've got a bit of a Discord thing going on too. I do. I run the Warcry Primetime uh, community. So I started that and I've got a Discord for that. So welcome to the show, Retro. Thanks for having me. Cool. Um, have you listened to these before? Yeah, yeah. I, I always end up getting distracted. Um, I'll start listening to them and then I'll usually get a phone call or something or I'll start doing something and then three hours later, I come back. Nice. Where, where, what's your chosen listen location? Are you a transit listener? Are you a chill? Um, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, but Spotify's where? Easy. Like, do, you, do you listen in the car ride to work or um, just whenever? Kind of whenever. Um, a lot of the time it's when I'm heading out to Milsom East to actually play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I've got to listen to this before I get there. He'll ask me questions. Yeah, make sure everything's up to date. Mm. Um, what was what, what was it that originally 400 years ago brought you to Gel Ball and what was your first Gel Blaster? Oh, I've got, it's somewhere. Um, it's an old kid's like mini M4 that's like bolt action and hopper fed through the site. Wow. I got that like, what, it would have been 2016. I didn't realize at the time that there was a sport. I just had it because I was like, this is cool. I'll play with this. I wouldn't and, say there was yeah. a sport until probably 2017. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of disappeared. I was just like dealing with life stuff at the time. So um, I kind of forgot about it. And then so probably like 2018, I started to kind of notice that it was popping up. I was like going around places, seeing stores popping up. I'm like, okay, this is, this is a thing. And got into it, what, February of 2019, it would have been. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite style of play? Or isn't there one? Milsim. <laughs> Always Milsim. I've heard you've been known to frequent hardcore a bit too. I do. I do. Um, I do love a bit of casual play of just, um, you know, running around with mates and just, you know, team deathmatch or whatever kind of easy objective mode. Yeah. But um, I've been doing that for the last however many years now. So I'm, um, Starting to go, okay, I really want to do more objective-based stuff, more Milsim kind of things, like with a bit of a, not quite a story, but an overarching kind of mission. A broad mission to work. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere you can tackle it your own way. Yep. And would you call yourself the leader of a Milsim squad or just like the iconic focus person or something? What would you define? Uh... And how would the the prime time... (laughs) War crime, prime time people. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would they say? Jesus. Yeah, I. They they'd call me, I guess, also the mascot at the same time, <laughs> because 
I mean, I'm sure you've seen all the uh, memes and emojis of my face that have been doing the rounds in that Discord that have been there for God knows how long now. Um, there's many, many a meme of me. But um, yeah, I created it. I am the owner. It started off really as like an armor group a mm -hmm. bunch uh, between like a bunch of guys like in WA, Queensland, South Australia. Um, and then I was like, let's just play gel ball i'm just going to turn this into a group um yeah because i moved from group to group i was originally in the original prac team which is run by um hench from loadout locker um then i was i still am a part of bush bashes um which was our own little team which kind of shrunk down kind of fell apart because people moved on stop playing mm -hmm. um but yeah I'd, I'd say yeah i'm a bit of the the leader for it <laughs> kind of i just want to go back to what you just said there where people moved on do you find that um gel ball is getting towards the end of its fad phase and it's sort of normalizing now and people are moving on and we're getting new people and there's not many of the originals around god no no god, no. no i reckon like obviously it for the period i've been in it it's it's been a long time in the sport um like for example one of the guys has stopped kind of playing because he's had a kid so you know things like that life happen you know you have okay. kids you get married you get a new job or something things like that happen and that's kind of what people tend to usually move on from they find they don't have time anymore because they have kids or yeah. all the aforementioned things but I mean, I'm still running into people like it, people that are actually into the sport, like deeply into it. I see them all the time. I see posts from them on social media. I see a video and I'll see them in the background somewhere playing. It's, it's one of those things that people come and go and that's going to be part of everything. But a lot of the people that are core are still here. Like you're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently I'm the gel folder. <laughs> that's true that's i don't really true. love that title but i'm gonna milk it yeah i i milk the celebrity thing i don't really consider myself to be a celebrity but i'm gonna milk it anyway guido calls me one so if guido <laughs> called you a celebrity then you're a celebrity celebrity should be able to bestow yeah. it upon other celebrities that's true that's true i don't think you're quite a braden celebrity no no i'm never gonna be a braden celebrity sadly <laughs> Apparently, people are walking up to him in the street now going, you're that Braden guy. <laughs> I love that. He I does. have had that happen to me before a couple of times. Um, I've, been in, I've been in a gel blaster shop and somebody's done a double take and looking at me and they're like, where do I know you from? I said, well, we're in a gel ball shop. Put two and two together. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's usually, that's usually and I'm like, yeah. nobody else looks this fat. So it's got to be me. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's, I wear this shirt usually because it's like branding and stuff. And also because it's just a massive joke because usually the stores I'm going to, people know me. So it's like, oh, fuck, here we go. He's here again. Now we're going to put up with his bullshit. Yeah. And so on. <laughs> so it's always just a big joke to me. Yeah. Look, I do go to shows and, and, and I'm wearing the work shirt today with the, mm. you know, I'm mirrored here, so I can't see it. And we've got the, Jesus. We we're talking about just before we started we we're talking about how effective this green screen is and i'm trying to point to my logo 
and it's cutting my hand out. It's crazy. If you're watching a podcast, I'm also doing this on Zoom with a background. I'm going to try and put this on YouTube. Um, but that's cray cray. I do this. There we go. There we go. Now I'll it's put, picking it up. I'll put my finger behind the mic. Look, there's a microphone here. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so good. It's crazy. Um, so have you played at every field, uh, within Cooey of you so far and a couple of people closed down in that time too? Yeah. There's been some that have opened, some that have closed. Um, I'd assume you, you would have done rapid when it was still open. I actually never played at rapid, even though it's close to me. Um, I'm, I'm definitely moving away from the indoor stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, when I started playing, I was playing out at like, you know, your field when I very first game was out there. And then you know, I played at like Donnybrook. Um, I've played at Debra. Um, I definitely, I like the outdoor stuff. I, That's my thing. Just to cut you off, I hear a rumor Debra's going to reopen soon. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that too. Um, I believe that they nearly finished their work. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't been out there since yep. oh, God knows how long now. It's been ages. Um, apparently one of the few weekends I wasn't here, they were here playing with us. So I didn't oh, yeah. get up with them. So uh, lots of love, Debra guys. And let me know when you're open so I can tell the world. Yeah, actually, no, I was, um, it was, was it last weekend? I think it was last weekend or the weekend before. Uh, Dan, um, Dan was out there. I was there that day. Uh, that was a really, really windy day that we've spoken about on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> I was off doing some health stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. life. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's your favorite blaster now? Oh, he's got it in his hands. Oh, it's not it's not this one. Um Oh, that's the M the, the fabled MCX. The MCX, yeah. I, I just have it sitting next to me because I'm actually gonna be doing a review on it. I've been um just play with it, it's touch feel kind of thing. I hear you've got a couple of blasters nudge nudge that you need to review and you haven't nudge nudge. I, I do have a foul from you, actually, and that is currently sitting in my car because I haven't taken it out. Um, that's naughty. You're not allowed to drive around with it if you don't have a place to be going with it. That's true, but my car's been sitting in my You've been, driveway for uh, God well, knows how long now. <laughs> please don't leave it out there because the police do care about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I live on acreage and my car's secure, so that's why... I'm doing it. So, um, but yeah, I've got the foul, my favorite blaster. I, uh, it's like saying it's, what's your favorite child I hear. Yeah. It's, it's a hard one. Cause I mean, I have a few many, different blasters. How many? Got, Come on. Uh, I got an APS AK. I've got a scar 1000, which is kind of a project. Um, I actually, traded my p1 for that one um so i got a scar 1000 for my upgraded p1 um but is that the one johnny wang was doing uh yeah 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 the aries um yeah. so it's a secondhand one so it needs a bunch of work uh that one yeah it just it i ignore it it's sitting behind me i can yeah. feel its glare on me but i just ignore it every it's time not there every time i walk into his shop i go M110 Scar H, M110. I can't have one and not the other, and I don't have $40 million, so I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 
Um, it's one of those things, you know, I've, I've sunk a good chunk of money, but I'd say my favorite is probably my M4, but that's not really, uh, it's, a- it's not, it's not an off the shelf blast. It's a custom from the ground up. So like, you know, it's got the whole what receiver it's got an LDX box. I started with a retro box, retro is retro box. Yep. Um, there's a sexual joke in there that I'm not going near. You're not going to touch it? <laughs> no, I've got to save myself. I'm doing an up late with um, Kamikaze and somebody else. There's going to be a special guest on that. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, it's going to be patron only too, so. Ha, ha. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, my M4, it's, yeah, custom, custom ground up. I've enjoyed building it. It's been kind of a bit of a, a work of love. Um, when I started it, I like, I was originally going to be doing HPA, um, (laughs) then life. And it's like, okay, I'm not going to do HPA. And Ray from Mad Dogs actually gave me a PTS handguard for it, um, which I've actually got on it. And I was going to do the full build with like, you know, the what receiver, the PTS, the PDS stock and grip and everything real Gucci, nice build, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've been using those parts. I've got a few issues. I'm still trying to fix with it, like the old uh, buffer tube screw. <laughs> that one. Yeah, I, I heard again. a rumor about that. Yep, <laughs> that's come off again. <laughs> so there's this thing called lock tape, and there's thread tape. Like, there's lots of options there. <laughs> yeah, it's more. It's more the screws are a bit too short. So make sure it's okay to have your own screw be short, but the screws to your blasters need to be longer. So you can't compensate with that. But not too long as well. Not too long. Long, but not too long. We've had a guy put a buffer tube on an LK. And mm. you know anything about the LK? There's nothing. you can't. It doesn't screw into the back of the gearbox like a lot do. So yeah. he's gone and put some sandwich plate there and tapped and threaded and done a real home job. And he has a buffer tube on an LK. And he's front wired it because he's crazy. I don't know how to feel about that. Mm. I don't know how to feel about that. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but we have to overcome that problem because I've ordered the folding stocks for them. Um, they're ready in China, so I'm very ah. excited about them. Yeah. But there's going to be some problems fitting them to some of the blasters. And we yeah. don't know whether it's going to be cross-compatible with any other blaster on the market, let alone fell blasters, because mm. China just builds their own thing and, yeah. They change one little thing and it's enough. Works. Yep. Yeah. And and China did promise me that it would be a drop-on solution, but it's not. It's it, it always ends and up it's like not that. a drop-on solution. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely one thing in the industry that a lot of people that aren't really involved with the back end or don't know much about like the store side, the amount of times that things like this happen, where you speak to a store owner and they tell you one thing and then they get it and it's a different thing. Mm. All the time. I yeah, totally appreciate it. that. And look, I am going to defend 99% of those store owners is that mm. sometimes what we get told by China is totally different to what we're given. Sometimes they listen to us and sometimes they do things for reasons that I can't comprehend. Yeah, that it is what it is. It is. It is. It That's is what, what it is. Right. Until we start building blasters here in Australia like HSG does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 
it's going to be a while. And and MK and a few others are starting to do stuff here. I've 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 got some parts getting built here, but I certainly can't call myself a, an Australian blaster builder. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. It's um, it's hard, you know. Like everyone wants to see stuff built here, but then people don't want to pay the cost because, like, China's super cheap manufacturing because yep. it's China. Look, if if Rona wasn't around, I would consider putting an Australian into China for six months of the year, just yeah. to do QA and to go and network and stuff. But with Rona. Um, me as a business owner, that means I've got to pay somebody for two weeks that's sitting, and I'm not talking about some average schmo. I want to put an engineer over there. Yeah. So who can afford one month worth of 14 days here, 14 days back, plus all their living expenses over there? That's a lot of money for any job blaster business, even the big boys. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they could justify doing that. Yeah, it's um, it's hard. People think that like there's a lot of money in the industry, but at the end of the day, the money is not going to paying people's like, obviously you got all the staff costs and everything, but all that money mainly goes back into store rent and so far and like cost of stock. Yep. It's just ridiculous sometimes. And yeah. I, I love, um, like I'll, I'll lurk in some of the forums and that just to see what people are saying. They go, oh, well, I could get this for $12 on AliExpress. And you go, well, then do it. Yeah. Don't whinge about it. Go and do it. And then yeah. when it breaks, that's your problem, mate. You've saved exactly. your money up front. It's like insurance. You, yeah. you either get it or you don't. Yeah. That's one of the things. Um, yeah. We could talk about that. The I guess you could say the job or politics i guess you could say this comes under still yeah for hours and hours and there's most people still wouldn't even see most of the stuff they wouldn't hit the light of day for them good i like to keep that behind the veil yeah it's good it's better not to know <laughs> there it is i was I'm waiting for that i was waiting for that <laughs> no i won't go that far yeah but yeah look Everyone's got to start somewhere as a business. Some have done better than others. Some have done really well. Yeah. It just is what it is. Some people are better at um, doing the things that I don't do well. And I applaud them for that. Yeah. Everyone's got their own thing. So how's, uh, we're recording this in the snap lockdown. How's that? Mm. Well, I mean, it's fine for me because I'm unemployed. So, I mean, I'm just spending most days at home anyway. Well, then you'd qualify for the lost 20 hours of work this week due to the virus because you can't go and get a job. Yeah, it's um, snap lockdowns. I mean, for my mates, like one of my mates, for example, has lost um, like a fortnight worth of work because um, he's in the event industry. It's hit him really, really hard. Um, so, you know, a lot of people that I know personally are getting hit by it. And then there's a lot of people that are like me. And it's just like, well, I'm going to be sitting on my ass anyway. May as well just continue doing that. Yeah. We, I, I was running the field for Wounded Heroes and we got the call at, um, it was about 10.30 in the morning. Yeah. And the first call we got was, by the sounds of this, you're going to have to get people home by four o'clock. So make sure you shut by two. Mm -hmm. And by the time I'd finished that briefing, with my staff and then giving a brief to the people, I got a phone call right at the end of that briefing uh, from the president of the board himself, Mr. Martin, mm -hmm. 
and he said, look, it's too much risk. Just shut it down, refund them, send them home. Um, and I don't begrudge anyone for, for taking that refund, but yeah. there's staff wages and all that stuff. That's got to be absorbed somewhere. Exactly. And that's, um, that's one thing that back into the job or politics real quick. People don't understand there is a lot of costs in the industry. People's time is not free. Except mine, yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> like, you know, for example, you've got the working bee coming up. And I know that there's a good chunk of us that are planning to come and help because we love playing at your field. So we're like, okay, let's give back. Yep. And maybe slip a few of our own ideas in there while we're at it. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people recognize that I like to hear feedback. Yeah. I welcome it. And if I can integrate that stuff, I will. Um, we've certainly, when we talk about Parabellum, there's a bunch of changes that we haven't talked about openly yet. I'm going to have to do a, a Parabellum briefing part, uh, podcast. No, oh, that one's going to take ages. Yeah. So <laughs> look, there's, there's going to be lots of changes, little ones on uh, like the mentors, that that thing, you're one of the previous mentors. So, you know, that's not a thing. Yeah. PB3, because it, it become, they become this proxy referee, which I never really wanted them to be, but that's my own fault for the way that I employed them. So it's got nothing to do with the people that were wearing the badge. They've still got the same skills to show people what Milsim is, but yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah it's it's one of those things it's always hard like with everything finding a balance um hmm. and for me i can trust my guys that were in my squad yeah they're not idiots they know like you know these are the rules okay those are the rules then we set our own kind of rule kind of thing like we have someone that's a trained well training to be a paramedic he's going through hmm. union stuff so if something went wrong He'd be there first. We all have our own little boo-boo kits with like Panadol yep. and Nurofen and the Wiggles Band-Aids and yep. everything like that. But And a camouflage condom. Yeah, can't forget those either. I like the glow-in-the-dark ones though. No, I like the camo one so they can't see you coming. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, no. Please don't. <laughs> right. See, that's... I've got two buttons beside each other. They're both blue. And of course I pressed the add button because I'm ah, very good. Change that <laughs> color. <laughs> this is why I'm not a sound engineer. That's the hard. <laughs> um, all right. So Parabellum three, what, what are you looking forward to? What are you hoping it will be? Oh, it's um, there's been a lot of talk of it. Um, obviously, because for those that don't know, Tractor hangs out on my Discord. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of us, we just, you know, talk shit. That's mostly what we do and play Halo on Saturdays and play other games and talk Jobble. Um, and a and, lot of shit. Yeah, there's so much shit talking. <laughs> um, but of the things you we were talking about the other night on your Discord um, that are coming into play, Ooh, I'm really keen for that uh, certain one that you've managed to get physically working now. Yeah. Um, that one yeah. is going to add an entire new level um, that when it comes into play, people are not going to know what hit them. Um, Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Knowing me, knowing my luck. It will I'll hit probably, me in the like, head. Yeah, it'll get me. It'll <laughs> physically hit me. But um, I'll try. 
yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> Maybe it'll knock some sense into me, yeah. get a couple of brain cells going. Hmm. Um, Bond, for example, who's part of Walker on Primetime, he, um, he's going to be uh, NPC, which is going to be strange because obviously he and I, like we went to Para 1 together, went to Para 2 together. He was uh, squad lead for Para 2 for us. Um, and now Para 3, he's an NPC. So of the things we've been joking around with, I hope actually... <laughs> come into play um because that would be fantastic but it's going to be interesting interacting with him because yeah. it's going to be hard because it's like you know we're such oh, good come mates on. come on man yeah you know like going up to him it's like trying not to just have a casual conversation like we always do but actually interact it because he loves that role play aspect because oh, he what he, he's a flashpoint guy too so yeah yeah he's in flashpoint and i i don't think i'll be able to get to flashpoint um it's not super my thing i'm not good with role play um so that's that's my issue it's something i've been learning and i've been getting better with and better with well bond is the one to teach you that exactly and he's got if he doesn't have something he'll make it for the event too <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, there's a reason he earned the title mr make it so oh like he is the diy guy he, he for those that don't know he his uniform that he wears, he made himself. Mm. Like he's and, and his own dead rag and his own chick on risk. Like he made an yeah. AK mag pouch vest thing for the Vietnam vet. Yeah, I'm exactly. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like he makes dead rags and he sells them. Most of the boys run his dead rags as well. Yeah, good. Because you know, like we've got patches made through him. Like he's gonna uh we were talking about originally doing the Walker on primetime patches, but I've just been flooded. I've just been taking a break from everything and just like, yes, <laughs> existing. Mm. That's my thing. Um, use that effort on trying to get a job. Mm. Cause like the IT industry fairly growth. So you should yeah. find some way to do that. That's, that's what I've been doing. Um, the industry has been growing massively, but I'm not the only one. And for those that are sitting here um, that don't have a job right now, just keep trying. I did get a job, but I got sick during the second week because it was a contract and now I don't have a job. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, so if people would like to join in on the shenanigans at Warcon Prime Time, will you give me a link to that to put into the show notes? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, there'll be a link for that. Um, I'll have to make sure I leave it as infinite so that people can always join um but just all i'm gonna say is prepare yourselves there's a lot of autism and if if you don't like that level of autism you can find the silence of my discord where i hang out by myself <laughs> and then when you get lonely you come and hang out with us instead oh look i my first discord was the eastern predator one and that just it drove me insane yeah um and people to used to on discord oh look we went back to, we tried to treat it like a forum where there mm. was a repository of information. That's just not how Discord works. Yeah. And, and I'll still catch myself going, oh, shit, I've got to read back everything since two o'clock yesterday when I was last. You can't do that. It's a living conversation. Yeah. That's the thing. It's it's difficult. Um, if I don't even read most of the chats in my own Discord, to be honest. Oh, I just sit in voice chat. It's easy that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's... um. Yeah, I mean, it's good. We we talk gelball. We we're still waiting for you to finish updating Halo so you can actually play with us. 
I have now, and apparently now that I've done that, it's also cross-platform compatible. Yes, yeah, it's been that for a while now. So, um, yeah, I don't know this stuff. Yeah, we told you from the start. Like we, yeah, we I'm run. A, um, I'm a different kind of geek. Yeah, cosplay geek. <laughs> we um. So basically, we run Halo Nights on my Discord. Uh, we've got people like uh, those like Noah, Mitch, Bevan. Uh, we've got Monk. We got Rendar. Is he in the Discord? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's um. He's been uh, named PP Poo Poo Boy. I have um, not. In all tag. the times I've been on your Discord, I have not seen Mitch. The yeah, he's he's only getting into it now because he's had all the like tags off. Because he's just like, I don't know how to use Discord. I'm going to turn the notifications off completely. So he did that, and um, now he's figuring it out. He's joined us for Halo Night. And he's figuring everything out, and like we were on what last weekend we were playing halo before we came out to the field and we were all up at like one in the morning we're like oh shit we're still playing halo we need to prep our gear Uh uh-oh did did anyone grow gels oh shit yeah we uh we were feeling it the next day you could see it all on us (laughs) yeah well post that i've decided i I went to vass and said i need some of your black label gels to pre-grow because people are too lazy to grow them themselves some days yeah i mean i've i've got plenty of packs that's like that's a a little plug here i am technically sponsored by x-force um i'm not but i'll give him the same shout out because i find Vass to be a very mm. reasonable guy he does yeah. take the piss with his customers yeah the crew out there is great um and like i found talking about gels the black labels those are my go-to They're mine. Um, yeah they they just work you know they're my mill sim gel um and there's yeah a lot of things we've been working on in my discord uh, a bit of a knowledge base so this episode is brought to you by versus black label gels available now through retro's little walk on prime time shop <laughs> yeah so that's actually um that's basically what i did for parabellum 2 um the boys all ran black labels because we got sponsored to run them um and yeah like it went well except for one of the guys which was running a, another gel um and he had problems yeah but, um, but it's also gen 9 so that's <laughs> <laughs> like going to a milsim and renting yeah yeah i mean he's he's an ak guy so that's his thing um so why didn't he run an ak then because he wanted to look gucci with the one two boys uh, fit in. Uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah we were all running m4s except for those that were running fouls um i also hear a rumor that you've been in a project that was nicknamed autumn blue a couple of fridays ago that no one else has heard about yet here at the uh, mills m east a little am, but i can't a, remember it a little video. oh autumn blue yes 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 i forgot the name for it I'll... yeah that was that was great that was honestly fantastic. Um, all the boys that were involved had yeah. an amazing time. We had two guys, and I don't want to name them for obvious reasons, drive from Billa Wheeler just to be in there for that. They then went and played somewhere that night and drove home. Yeah. Like, that's some serious commitment to be in yeah. a fanfic thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's now we're going to plug you. I'm going to plug you now. Yeah. Like, you've built this community and the vibe like just the energy for the field is just fucking amazing there is no other way of putting it 
Ian, uh, when I first started um, doing games here, I, I rented the space and I ran the games as a for-profit thing and I never felt 100% comfortable paying rent and doing all that. And Martin came to me one day and said, look, um, we'd like you to run these for us. And I said, there's one condition and that's with it. we've got to get the culture here right. If mm. we get the culture the way that you and I want it to be, some people will come, some people won't, and it yeah. will attract some people and it will push others away just because people go, that's not what I want from a gel experience. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we've been able to maintain the culture that we wanted. Yeah, the culture, like every, every time I've been to Mills Off Sunday, it's been amazing. The culture there is just, oh, it's exactly what all of us want, those Milson boys. Um, and like, it's, it's freshy friendly as well. Like, it doesn't matter if you're in cams or not, or if you're just some, you know, hey, I'm just going to rent a blast and try it out because I want to try out Milsim because I don't have something that's really good or something, whatever. Like, you don't need gear to get into Milsim. You can do right. these events. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, even during the Eastern Predator days, we talked about do we run many Milsims here? And everyone but me had the opinion that without open bushland, you can't run any sort of Milsim. And I went, well, we can run Ghost Recon Wildlands. We can run yeah. the Siege of Jadaville. We can run um, police operations and... Yeah peacekeeping and peacemaking and different ROE without being the guys in the bush going at the other guys in the bush. We can do more of the scenario stuff here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so glad we did. Yeah. It's been, it's been fantastic. Like, you know, I, I haven't made it out to a lot of the events, but I've made it out to a good chunk. And usually it's because that's when all the boys can get together and actually play because, you know, the missus has let them go and be free for one weekend. Yeah. And look, some guys are here, but we were running an event every weekend and we've had to pair it back because like Damo from Milsim Supply puts so much time in during the week. He does nearly two full days writing those scenarios. I can't ask him to do that because he does a fantastic job at it. But it means he can't do his other job. So exactly, we, we've got a we've paired it back to two first and third weekends of the month. And guess what? Corona strikes on the first weekend of the month. We're supposed to be doing the siege <laughs> of Jadaville right now. It should be yeah. It should be the planes flying over and dropping bombs on the lines by now. We um we were all joking around about it, talking about uh, getting the dirty stashes out for the event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were all we were all pretty keen for it, and then bam, like I wasn't. I don't think I was going to be coming this weekend because I had a bunch of stuff that I was going to be doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now we're not. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's honestly like if and anyone that's listening that doesn't play, come to the fucking field, I swear to God. Yeah. And look, we're not, we can't run it every weekend anymore. We're, we're, exactly. We've saturated the people that we want to to get the experience that they want so that when they come to Parabellum 3, their experience of the game will be better because everyone around them will be playing with the same expectations and the same habits and knowing the hit rules and knowing this. And they can mentor the others around them and go, hey, mate, I noticed you didn't do this. Uh, you understand that this is, when you read the rule that way, that's how it works. Yeah. And I'd rather that than a policeman going, you do, you broke the rules. Yeah, exactly. Don't go near the river. That's the thing. <laughs> and that's the thing is like this, like the community that's there playing is like, you know, we've got 
my mates that are like one, two boys, the one, two boys, which you see in AMCU, which I've joined with AMCU because AMC is hot and it works. <laughs> way better than Multicam Tropic. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> Tropic, Tropic's, Tropic's got its place. Tropic yeah, works. The only Tropic that's good is Tropic Thunder. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> like the, um, the, the last Mills of Sunday we went to, there was um, Sierra Company guys. They rocked up as like CIA. Yeah. I, and they were in I'm so everything. pissed I wasn't there for that. I would have loved it. Oh, them. dude, it was fantastic. We had so much fun just joking around and talking about it. And like overall, the event, like it, no one cared at the end of the day. Like, yes, you could shoot and your gel would just disappear into the wind because it was a really, really, really windy day, like knocking me on my ass windy. And it is what it is. But at the end of the day, everyone has so much fun because it was more about actually maneuvering yeah. and like getting into the right positions. And, you know, tactics were a really big play in it because of the wind. Yeah. And that's something I don't get to do. That's why I love playing at your field is because you can do that more. Yeah. And like indoor fields, like, you know, I've, we have mostly indoor fields in Brisbane. Yeah, and and you is, can play yeah. like it's a Halo or a Call of Duty or whatever, where it's mm. a very linear gameplay or you go through rooms that are a maze and have multiple entry and exit points and you've just got to run to keep going. And exactly. And that's fine. Um, yeah. But other yeah. people have got that covered as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. If I was going to play an indoor game, I'd just go and see Kathy because she's got yeah. that down pat. Yeah, Kathy, Kathy has definitely got it. Kathy and Toby have really got down pat. And I love I love that field. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely more of an outdoor guy. I'm definitely wanting to move towards like more kind of heavier Milsim kind of stuff. Like we've discussed that I I personally don't believe the community is ready for three-day events. Um, some of the community is. Some of the community isn't, um, but like if you look at the general player base, a lot of people aren't, and that's what the Parabellum events are for. Yeah, and look, as far as multi-day events are concerned, there's Matt from ComSims and there's Jason from Toowoomba. They do that. I don't need to get in there and be competition to them. That is anti-productive to the whole industry. I'm trying exactly. to do something that's different for them that will feed those events. And I'm hoping that they're starting to see that the players coming to their events are slightly higher caliber because yeah. of what I've done. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like I went to um, Juliet 15. Yeah. Um, Damo sponsored me a ticket to that. And I ended up having to leave um, on the first day because my mate that came with me, he was his first Milsim and he was wrecked. <laughs> He was correct. And you drove home in the dark, didn't you? I didn't get home till quarter to five in the morning. I think we left at like two in the morning or something or 2.30. Cause he was like, he was fucked. <laughs> um, this is why I have to take you back to Susan river. So you will actually camp. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, um, after Paragon two, I left my place at like three in the morning. Um, because I was like, I'm going to sleep in my own bed. You know, it's easy. I'm chill. I'm taking him off we go. And then on the way back, I was wrecked. And I'm like, 
I've been up since 3 a.m. It's, you know, like 8 p.m. I'm tired and I was falling asleep and I'm like, you drive home. It's only an hour and a half, which is mm-hmm. fine, but I needed that like a little bit of a nap because I was so tired. <laughs> but I've learned from that. And at Paravelm 3, we're going to be camping the day before um, at least. Okay. So I don't have to wake up at three in the morning and <laughs> go driving. Look, there was confusion about the camping tickets and that. So yeah. what yeah. we're doing this time is the ticket gets you camping on the night of the event. Uh, mm-hmm. you want to camp the night before that text free. You can't transfer them across mm-hmm. because the same money, if you're there for the day, it's a, it's a 24 hour block that we have, we have to book the field for. And if you're there in a different block, we've still got to pay for that. And people probably don't understand like he has done us a massive deal. We are, we are not paying anywhere near what we should be paying per person on that so that we can throw some money back to win the heroes. If we can make profit, which we should be able to do. Yeah. Like the tickets sold out for para two and it was what 36 hours. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. And like we've been talking about it and we're trying to go, okay, uh, who's actually coming to the event? Cause we need to know because the tickets are going to go. And, and, and we've, tried to, we've tried to let people have a week to be prepared for that so they can have those discussions now yeah. with their team and go, all right, Bill, can I borrow 20 bucks off you? And the other beauty of moving it off try booking is there's other ways to pay. There's, there's not just try booking. You can, like if there's somebody who goes, oh, just invoice me for all of them or just do this or just do that. We're, we're more agile in our response to how you can pay. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it makes it easier. Like if you want to just do an invoice for like, you know, 12 tickets, go ahead. You know? Yeah. But like, I mean, and we can probably do pre I don't know. I don't know the intimacy of that because Damo isn't the specialist on that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm probably talking out of school. So he, he should be like the guy that knows how all that works. So yeah. Uh, if you yeah. want to talk to Damo. Yeah. Just, message easy i think damo was going to join the discord as well it's probably he's in there um, but he's a lurker ah he is okay so cool. snoopy so it's baja mm-hmm. i don't think rocky's in there yet yeah because um Technophobe. everyone obviously has different names like i go by retro <laughs> that's not what people know me like in real life you, now it's you've got two different bloody profiles in your own Thing. I do. I do. I have one for like my, so, okay. Now I have to explain the story of it. <laughs> <laughs> so with, um, cause I'm a smoker. So I would go for a smoke break and I would jump on my phone to keep talking to my mates while I have a smoke. Cause there's a few of us that would with smokers and we'd talk shit while, you know, in between rounds of like Tarkov or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, we would hang out there and they got sick of changing because I was using this mic. Obviously, it's a lot better quality compared to earphones for my phone or something. Mm. Um, and they got, they complained about it. It's like to the point that it's like, we're sick of changing your volume settings. We're sick of it. Figure something out. I was like, fine, I'll just make another account. So I did. And it became a really handy thing because, you know, I started doing gel ball and the vague strategist account is the one that everyone sees, but they don't see my other account. And it stays that way because it's easier that way. Um, because then if people want to reach me, it's on my phone. It's my phone account. So that's always around me somewhere. So I'm always going to get it. 
but if people try to reach me on my PC, like you've tried to reach me on my PC before and I've not been home. And yeah. it's like, hey, can you come do this for me? And it's like, shit, I saw that like that, that was sent like what, six hours ago? Oh, fuck. You know, it, yeah, people reach me on my phone. It's always around me somewhere. I'll see it usually within half hour. <laughs> Look, that's something that um, I've done in a different way as well. That mm. everyone's got my phone number. Everyone's mm. known that number forever. So mm. um, we did we did the maths on it. It's an average of every um, five minutes and 50 seconds. I was getting a phone call per day. That's untenable okay. in being able to do your job. Um, yeah. And as much as I love people having access to just ask me straight a question, there are so many that can be answered by Roxy in the same way without interrupting the, the and I hate saying this, the bigger level stuff. I fucking hate saying yeah. Yeah, uh, there are some like when I'm trying to plan a parabellum, I've got I've got to keep my head straight and in that for a couple of hours at a time, then come yeah. out and Roxy goes blah blah blah, and I do that. So I, yeah. I totally respect that. Yeah, and it's one of those things. It's like people don't understand. It's like managing all this stuff is fucking stressful. Yeah. Yeah, and like even me just managing my Discord, like sometimes you know, it's just the drama sometimes that happens um, with things or like trying to organize people for events and, you know, someone's like, oh, I don't have this, I don't have this. And then everyone's like, shit, okay, well, you know, he's still fresh with sport. He needs this, this. Who's got that? And then we have to talk amongst ourselves to figure it out and just like micromanaging things. It's good to step away from things. Yeah. I've done that before. Um, just step away for a week and just like turn everything off. Go do my own thing. Yeah, I need to go to the outback and be yeah. on the phone. Like in a previous life, I ran a tourism company and took people on expeditions out there. And being out there, I found the least stressful thing I could do was take 22 people through sand dunes. Mm. Um, for me, that's God. Like, yeah. I'm getting paid to drive over sand dunes every day. This is fantastic. Yeah. Other people would go, that's the last thing I'd want to do is be responsible for 22 people's lives for a couple of days. I don't think people would let me. <laughs> yeah, people don't like me either. So we're in. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so what is it about Flashpoint that makes you go, yeah, no? Nah. Because a lot of people don't know what Flashpoint is. Well, yeah. If you if you want to explain it so I make sure I don't stuff it up, yep. that would be the best way. It is a post-apocalyptic role play event but it's done in real life, but we're not getting to the cringe factor where you've seen people role playing and they throw little bags of sand at people and go, I'm throwing a fireball. We're not going to that level of nerd. Um, and we're fireball, using fireball, fireball. Yeah. And you don't have to count your hit points and do all that stuff that you would do in tabletop gaming. It's, it's still any hits a hit, a hits dead. Um, but we've got bows and arrows and we've got swords and we've got some of that stuff. And this year we'll probably limit it to pistols because with a gel blaster pistol, nobody's got the SKD 18s anymore with a big drum magazine. Everyone's got a gas or even the 3DG Glock. You've got 10 or 15 rounds. You can bluff with that and go, I'm going to shoot you. And the guy doesn't know whether there's a round in the chamber, but also if you fire your last round and it locks back, everybody knows you've got none left. Yeah. And that's an interesting mechanic in and of itself is does this guy have enough ammo to kill all of us or do we rush them? 
or do we yeah. how do we handle ammo being scarce yeah i am um, i don't get it wrong i think it'd be amazing and fun um i'm just going to ruin the role play aspect for people because i can't role play i just end up like turning into just me being me and it would that's okay. degrade yeah yeah it's um i also don't think that i'm ready for it i'm pretty sure it was the same weekend as hardcore's um search and destroy comp as well the same day is it um i think it might be it's the 15th i i hope that the people like i think ray tisner he should yeah. be at that search and destroy comp and he shouldn't be at at a larp event so yeah. i'm hoping that these two events won't be competition with each other yeah i am um, i was kind of hoping to do it but i can't organize guys people are too busy that's yeah. just life you know it the last the first round that happened we actually had organized the group but then someone broke their ankle and has been oh, out God. since february um so yeah we've um we were like trying to organize people but the um the whole role play aspect for me back on topic is um something i'm still learning and trying to figure out and i just end up rocking up in my gear that i always rock up in <laughs> which would be the issue so it's something had, i'm looking to do we had character classes and all that sort of stuff um the first year that some people just didn't understand yeah um, and there was a lot of um hoarding of equipment and i suppose that that's real um mm. in in a real survival situation people would do it but they were hoarding it so that their mate would go and die respawn as somebody new and walk straight over and they'd hand them all this gear and i'm like you would never hand a stranger that you've never met all that gear so you're, you're metagaming yeah yeah and that's one of those things it's um working out these systems is an incredibly difficult thing to do um because like in the real world you know whatever as speaking, you said speaking of working out systems have i told you about the app uh which one or parabellum yeah yeah we were we were talking about the uh the predator radios yeah yeah um, so i better i better let the cat out of the bag a bit further so we about three years ago we started developing an app um, and it's already in the Android word. We can give you the APK to download onto your device. Think of it as a, it's, it's similar but different to ATAC and ITAC in that you plug your PTT into your phone. So your contacts talk through your phone to the app so we can provide you secure comms to your own squad, to your own squad leaders. So there is no bowfang, oh, well, they can listen. They can't it's impossible for them to break that encryption. So when blue talks to blue or blue talks to an umpire or whatever that's allocated a channel, that's done inside the talk digitally and no one can fuck that up. Yeah. Yeah. And it also allows you to go, and my hope is we can go, all right, so there's blue one one and blue one two or blue alpha, blue one alpha, or I don't know how we'll, we'll call that yet. We'll have a net control station, but it will allow you to break down into bricks and because of that gps locator that is embedded in your phone that talks to the app we can keep you safe um yeah and that's one thing one thing people don't understand as well is 
oh, but I want to go and climb up these trees. It's like, yeah, but if you do that and you fall and you break your neck and die, then we're in trouble. And and, and it doesn't matter what waiver I sign, I'm yeah. still responsible if you hurt yourself. Exactly. And people don't understand that. So this is trying to find ways to do it. It's like, oh, but this this field does this or you know over an airsoft they do this it's like good good for them (laughs) how about you go and put your hand in your pocket you run the event and i'll come to that i will gladly come to that event if you can find a way to make that work without your house getting taken off you i'm i'm there if you can explain to me a way to do it that doesn't affect my insurance policy or my financial stability for the next 30 years i'm interested in knowing but don't come off half cocked and go, oh, well, you we should be able to do this. Shut up or put yeah. up. Yeah. That's, um, that's one thing that's a bit of an issue. Um, I mean, everywhere, but in the community, I definitely notice is people talk about things that they have no idea on. Hmm. Um, like, you know, it's, it's like you don't tell a heart surgeon how to do heart surgery. Yeah. Yes, there, there is some ideas you could suggest. But at the end of the day... Look, I don't begrudge people having an opinion or asking me a challenging question. But the question doesn't change based on who asks it. Exactly. Nor nor does the answer. And that's that's the thing, is people need to learn sometimes it's best to keep your opinion to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Shut the fuck up. No one wants to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is what it is. People are people. Not yeah. much you can do about it. So we're only going to have a couple more events. So um, I'm going to talk to Damo if this lockdown ever ends and I can sit in front of him as a person. And I want to release the Milsim dates or Milsoft dates for the weekends leading up to Parabellum so that mm. there's probably only going to be two more between now and Parabellum. If you're yeah. not that, if you're not ready for it at this point in time, uh, when we're running our third event, the basic rules aren't going to change. We'll change a couple of little bits here and there, um, and that'll get released. And everyone that's been there is expecting these changes. It's not a big shot at, shot from the blue, but let's see what happens. And and there's exactly. people that didn't enjoy Parabellum two and aren't coming back. I don't begrudge them that. It like. I cannot please everyone. I can't make the event that everyone loves. Um, I can only make the event that I make and hope that you love it. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing as well is um, people seem to think that what they say should go kind of thing. So it's, remember how the world works is it's the needs of the many over the needs of the few. So fields are not going to cater to the one or two people of their player base that comes once a year. They're going to cater to the people that are there the most often and actually play and the majority of players. Whatever the common thought process is, is going to be, okay, if like 90% of the community says, hey, I don't like, you know, this, then that'll change. If the 10% likes it, that's too bad. That's not how it works. I think we're going to be at episode 50 for this uh, podcast. If you go back to the first 20 episodes I did, most of that was me just verbalizing what I thought Milsim was to try and get across to people. Milsim is and isn't. 
because there are so many different opinions on and I don't if you go to Donnybrook every weekend and you wear cams and you think that's Milsim then it is Milsim it absolutely is but the problem and that's why I've taken to the word mill soft because when I say we do a mill soft people go well that's something different and it's a little bit easier and people get that straight away yeah yeah I um I tend to I still tend to use the word Milsim it's just a force of habit yeah but um like everyone that's on my Discord, we all know what we're talking about. Of those that actually, and there's guys, there are guys that have come to me and said, "This is the only mill sim. This is the only flavor of mill sim I'm interested in." And there are mm-hmm. people that have come and said, "Look to me, this is not mill sim because I wasn't out all night defending a base and I wasn't doing that." No. And cool, thanks for your input. And this is obviously not the event for you, so. Maybe you should try Tempest or K5 or Juliet 16 or whatever else is out there in the community that other people are running. Maybe that will fit you better. So just because you don't like what I do doesn't mean I'm going to change what I do. Exactly. Yeah, people are a bit entitled sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm one of them. I am a Karen. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be honest. um... Some of my favourite YouTube content is Karen's. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few good videos on Facebook. It's uh, always a good laugh. <laughs> Karen's been Karening. Yep, always good times. All right, so if people want to find you on the interwebs, where do they go? Ooh, where don't they go? <laughs> <laughs> um, You're on the Facebook groups. What? Where do you Where do you lurk? There, are you in Global yeah, uh, Blasters Number Seven, Australia? Or yeah, I'm. I think I'm in like most of the groups. Um, but I keep my Facebook private yep. so I don't get hundreds of fucking requests, which has happened when Guido did announce me to people. I got a bunch of requests. I'm just like, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. Go away. Go away. Go away. But you can find me on YouTube as Vague Strategist. Look for the logo. It's no brain. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram. At like I think it's Vague underscore Strategist. Or- I'm on Twitch, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Discord. Like there'll be a link down there for Walk Around Primetime. Um, just prepare yourself for it. That's all I'm going to say. It gets messy sometimes. And as well, one thing to mention about it, like we have all types of people on that Discord. We don't care what race you are, what religion you are. It, be a decent fucking human being. Simple as that. It won't be tolerated otherwise. What I'd like to ask you now is I would like Walker on Primetime's voice chat room mm-hmm. to do live coverage of our tickets going on sale next week. Wednesday night, they go on sale at 8 o'clock. Oh. I want to open a room and let people go in there and if they've got any last-minute questions, I'll go in there and I'll have my team behind me to answer the questions that I can't answer straight away. Yeah. Um, just so that people that are going, oh, I don't know whether to buy a ticket can ask that question straight away. We can get some people through your discord because they're probably in there already. Um, Yeah. And some of your discord guys will be able to answer some of the really, really basic questions too. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got a lot of people like, you know, a lot of the guys, they had their first event at para too. There's some of us that have been, you know, around for years and have been doing this stuff for years. Like, you know, I was going to go to EP, well, fucking all of the one, 1.5, two, hmm. you know, but life, you know, there's a lot of people on there. Like we've got Zach from Donbass. Yep. 
we've got we got Kermit, we got fucking we got everyone. If there's a question you have, you've got ask it. Yeah, yeah, we got we got everyone. Um, Monkey just ask the question. Yeah. Someone will um someone will have an answer for you, or someone can point you in the right direction. And if they don't have an answer, I'm sure they'll have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everyone has their own. Yeah. They're like armpits. You can have at least two and they both smell the same. Yeah. Or they're also like assholes. Everyone has one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all poopy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we're there. So yeah. um, I'm not going to play out with my normal outro. I'm going to put in my Patreon ad at this point. So if you're not interested in supporting me on Patreon, totally get that. But I'm going to give some little love to myself with Patreon at this point. (laughs) Thanks for being on, Retro. No problem. It's been great. It's been a blast talking about blasters. Like usual. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Milsim podcast. We're not sponsored directly by any business. So how does it exist? because of a dedicated group of people who send me money on Patreon. Patreon is a way for me to pay for the cost of hosting and sharing this podcast on the internet and upgrading equipment as required. And you can get some perks if you're in Patreon. A few people pay a significant amount, but I'd like a bunch of people who like what we do to just pay $1 a month, as they really help me with the algorithms. I do shout out events and retailers, but they are all things I'm directly involved in running myself or the events or products I want to support in the community. You also won't be here running anyone down directly, but I will give feedback I think is constructive. You can also support me once off via PayPal if you don't like Patreon, or you can send me mail or products to review via Wounded Heroes at PO Box 73, Ellen Grove 4078 in Queensland. But please be aware I can't return review products unless you include full return postage. I thank you in advance for your anticipated support, And I hope you're enjoying our podcast.